whole world's on mute. Check. Check, check, check. <laughs> really fizzy coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. That showed up. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Welcome. You're excited you're here diving into uh, kind of an oldie but a goodie today. Yeah, this is our bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yeah, you know? this is our meat and potatoes. <laughs> this is our in and out. Wait. Yeah. You in know. and out burger. <laughs> this is our shake and our shack. You know what? This is more like Wendy's. Let's just be real. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's a great, solid, staple fast food way to study the Bible. I would say this is the Wendy's four for four of episodes. Absolutely. That you'll get from us. Might be the best. Old reliable. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I know that uh, uh, when we've done these in the past, uh, we have been completely shocked by where the discussions have gone and how fruitful and fun they normally are by the time we get. And in case you're wondering why we're dancing around it, there's no reason. We're just being we're cryptic just for no reason. <laughs> uh, the verse of the day that we're looking at today, which is not the verse of the day when this actually comes out. Nope. Is Matthew 3, 8. And uh, we, Trevor specifically said, look at the verse of the day. If we don't like it, let's go to the one yesterday. And I read it, and I was kind of just like, huh. It, and and it, it was so short and, like, blunt. Blunt. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, ow. So which one is it, three? Three, eight. Three, eight. So in my version, what I'm using right now is the NRSV so it's going to be very word for word, literal, Holy dry. Cow. Um, bear fruit worthy of repentance. That's it. Dang. <laughs> so here's the fun thing about this verse, because in mine, it's produced fruit in keeping with repentance. Yeah. One of the most famous like rebuttals, or I would say name calling that Jesus does to the Pharisees and Sadducees is the verse right before it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so cool. It's his bread and butter it's of his insults. Bread and butter of insults. That's exactly what I was thinking. He we uh, should title this Jesus' favorite insult. <laughs> I'm down, man. I mean, <laughs> I would say his biggest truth bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so verse seven, right before this one, it's Jesus, and he says this: When he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them. You brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? If that isn't Jesus' <laughs> WWE intro. John Cena! Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's pretty militant here. I was kind of thrown off because I, I had a class uh, when I was in Bible college on the Gospel of Matthew. And I remember the first like, yep. uh, like eight or nine or ten chapters pretty well, like kind of what's in them. And yeah. one is the genealogy, <clears throat> two is like some birth stuff, three is his baptism. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, brood of vipers, who's he yelling at right before he gets baptized? I was so thrown off. But that's one of the first things you have to realize. The genre of this, as you can see, Jesus is walking around talking like it's story. So yeah. it's a narrative. Yep. So out of context, 
bear fruit worthy of repentance or whatever the other ones say. Yeah. Actually, the NLT, um, if you're watching the video, I hope you like my chopstick uh, bookmarks. <laughs> bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Um, the NLT, I think, like gives the meaning a lot better than, than yeah, the blunt yeah, yeah, statement. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay, it says, uh, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Ooh. So yeah. the evidence, not necessarily the work of salvation, but the evidence yeah. of your repentance yeah. is, in the, is in how you live. The evidence of a healthy fruit tree is fruit. Yeah. 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 Mic drop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up with a lot of new ideas over here. Well, I really, I really like yeah. how if... If we're if we're not careful, we take one verse of the day and we can kind of create a Hobby Lobby sign out of it yeah. without recognizing where it's at in context. Because um, if you don't know, he's talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees, and you don't know, it's like a really difficult conversation that has a lot of like uh, righteous anger in the center of it. This verse can sound like like a hey, come and follow me and like be my friend and like everything, yeah. but it has more of a you know, Jesus can see the heart. And so he's saying this to a group of people that are supposed to be the most righteous people <laughs> in the entire nation yeah. of Israel. These are the groups of people that, like, they're the superstars of the religious. Like, they are the Michael Jordans and the Larry Birds of their religious courts. That's true. At the same time, like, if you were going to try to compare them to people today and how they acted and what they, what they valued, mm -hmm. think of, like... I'm, I want to say this as like nicely as I can. Think of the stereotype of like the old church lady mm -hmm. who's like no running in the hallways. Yes. Or God'll get you. Like like very like <laughs> rules uh -huh. rules focused and whatever. Sits like, in the same seat like, every week. Like like whatever mm -hmm. Jordan and Kobe and whatever have in basketball in, in basketball points. However uh -huh. many good uh -huh. points they have that make them cool. Uh -huh. That's like for these other guys, for the Pharisees, yes. the religious leaders. That's like how many rules they've followed, how how zealously they've they've followed after the and, rules, and made other people try to follow. Yeah, like that's the other, like they're yeah. like very much so like you need to do this. If you've ever said, "Are you the like comedy police? Are you the whatever police?" The Pharisees were like the the morality police. Mm. Like really though. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I know because I've studied this before. And so I have the ability to kind of pull some stuff out that I'm not just making this stuff up, uh, you know, but yeah. this, this context, that, that thing that Jesus says, you know, who warned you about the coming wrath, the Sadducees and the Pharisees warned people constantly if they did not follow the rules, yeah. they were going to experience God's wrath. And so this, yeah. this is almost like a satire line because he's yeah. saying it's a comical line. Because he's saying that back to them, and it's like them hearing their own speech to the people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy because in in our day and age, we've probably been thousands of years without anybody actually saying that this event or that event was caused by God's wrath. But for the Pharisees, that is literally, literally what yeah. happened. <laughs> like they're they're doing all this to give them credit, like. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Yep. There was the Egyptian exile, which wasn't necessarily their fault. And then there was the Babylonian exile and these other exiles. They'd been in this cycle of uh, do good, do bad, get exiled and be enslaved to another nation, 
God has to rescue you. He frees you. You do good for a little bit, then you do bad again. Yep. And they're like, we can we can finally like we have our heads on straight. Let's just stop doing bad so that God won't won't punish us again. Yep. And Jesus is not happy with that because that's. I was just listening to a podcast. I'm not even gonna name it. It's yeah. embarrassing that it's the same one that I always listen to. <laughs> um, but uh, he was talking about um, why. Uh, um, a lot of Christians in my day and age and before grew up with an idea of the end times and revelation as the rapture. And you're going to, you can accidentally get the mark of the beast, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, which the creator of veggie tales was on that project and he, podcast. And he was like, he was like, Oh no, I thought I was downloading the target app, but I accidentally got the mark of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, funny. Uh, but they were talking about that and about, uh, a lot of conspiracy theories and how they're so you want to make sense of the world. Yeah. So you try really hard to put these formulas in and see if they work and this one kind of works. So whatever. And you're trying to make a rule for how life works. And so a lot of the Pharisees have this rule for how life works. If we just do this, God, it's not necessarily only that God won't show his wrath. It's like, oh, we did everything right. You can't. You can't. Like your yeah. hands are tied. Like you're controlling God by your obedience. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys on that podcast, I hope this isn't super offensive. I've said that a couple times now. That's right. Uh, he said he We're was learning. Home, he said he was he was writing a sermon called "How Dumb Do You Think God Is," <laughs> where he's like, "Up, oh, you downloaded the Target app. Gotta go to Gotta hell. Go to- <laughs> I know you loved and served me your whole life, but and yep. it's this this like formulaic idea." So when Jesus is calling them a brood of vipers and who warned you about whatever, it's his idea of God as father clashing with their idea of God as formula. Yeah. If we can just stop doing this, we'll stop getting punished. I really like that. God as father, not formula. I yeah. I think there's there's healthy knowledge, too, of, of recognizing that Jesus is also partnering himself with John the Baptist, who's in this section. And so if you, we read a few verses later, yeah. like, Jesus is meeting up with this guy that basically stands separate from the religious elect and yeah. is also calling for repentance of yeah. the people rather than law following. Rather than step back over to this side of the line yep, and you'll be good. He's just calling yeah. for them to repent. And so I think there is a there's a part of what Jesus is even asking in this verse where he's like, you have an opportunity right now. John's right here. That you could show your fruits. Yeah. You could be baptized. You could go right now because you know you've made mistakes. You know you need help. You can pretend like you're perfect if you want. Yeah. But you're lying. And I love that it's a snake. Yeah. It's poison in it. Yeah. And their their mouths provide poison to the people. There's like yeah. a lot of visualizations. The Satan or Satan in Genesis is a snake. Yeah, and so it's just yeah. like like you are you are inflicting the same poison that the fall you are. And to complete that triangle, later Jesus said, uh, "You think you're sons of God or sons of Abraham, but you're actually sons of your father, the devil." devil. Which is <laughs> like I think maybe my favorite insult. <laughs> that like, is so. Hey, good. say hi to your dad for me. Inhale. <laughs> well. Um, and- I mean, the, the intensity of the verses are really, I mean, you can yeah. just tell what Jesus doesn't like. Jesus does not like when we try to control and become our own saviors, taking him off the throne, the need yeah. for him. And he does not like people 
who preach that message yeah. <laughs> and talk about it. Um, especially if they're claiming to represent him. Yeah. It's specifically the next couple of verses, bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I, which is like my name tag says it's I'm employee. Righteous. I'm righteous because yeah. I, Abraham was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do not presume to say uh to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, uh, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. He's like, no name tag, no last name will will tie God's hands formulaically and say like, oh, I guess I got to let you in. Well, I, I, I'm bound by these other rules somewhere else. Yep. It's, it's all about uh, bearing fruit, which if you look at John 15 is not, a lot of it is character fruit. Yep. It's not like, I gave food to a homeless guy. That's one more fruit. Not saying that's bad. Please do that. But like it's yeah. it's about character and growth. Who you and are when no one's watching. Yep. And that only happens by, as we talked about in our sermon on John fifteen, like a year or something mm-hmm. ago. You're you're a part of the vine. Therefore, as a branch off the vine, you get the life giving sap. Yep. That the vine provides, just like it being a part of God and God's community and God's will. You get the life giving Holy Spirit. Yep. Yeah, and I love the imagery that Jesus uses there, and I think it's very intentional. I'd yeah. be cur- curious. I, I you know I haven't done any research, but it sounds like he's talking about like a lot of uh, lineage and ancestry is yeah. is thought of in like branches and trees, and so this idea that they're connected to Abraham to them feels like they're in, like yeah, connected to him. So I'm a part of the tree. I'm a part of the tree of Israel. Yeah, I'm in this promise of God that we are a blessing to the world. And he's basically looking at stones, and he's like, I could make these stones connected. And, in fact, they could be better than you would be, Yeah. and you claiming to be a branch. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'll, I'll take these stones, and I'll just hack you off and throw you away and burn you up. Like, I mean, that's basically what he's saying. And to me, that's a cool thing because the Gentiles <laughs> are ended up being grafted in yeah. to the tree. That's, and, that's part of the analogy that yep. they use. Oh, Book of Acts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I think, or one of the letters. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's in Acts. Yeah. It's, um, in the, it's in the Bible. It's it's in the Bible. I don't know if it's in Acts or it's in one of the epistles. It yeah. could be Peter. I, I forget. Yeah. But they use that illustration to talk about how the Gentiles are being grafted in to the promises of Israel and how yeah. that they accept the promise through Abraham that it's not the nation of Israel that everyone has to become like Israel. It's actually through Israel that yeah. everyone is blessed. And so through Israel means that sap moves from the tree that is the tree of life that is from yeah. God into the nation of Israel and then into the Gentiles, yeah. which is really cool. I mean, that it really does come full, full range around. And what's really fun about this section is then Jesus, who is blameless, goes and receives the baptism of repentance. Yeah. He, he, he shows them what to do, humbling himself to that place be baptized by another man. Yeah. One one more, uh, this ties into the baptism part, because yeah. that's the rest of chapter three, mm-hmm. is um, him talking about baptism and then letting John the Baptist baptize him. Yep. Um, one thing, if you are ever interested um, in reading at least the beginning of Matthew, yeah. um, I've, I've uh, heard a professor talk about how the beginning of Matthew is the story of the Exodus all over again. Mm. So... 
um, at the very beginning, you have the lineage, just yep. like uh, the whole book of Genesis talking about the lineage up to um, Moses. Yep. And then you have them <laughs> fleeing to or from Egypt in chapter yep. two when Jesus is a baby. Yep. Um, fleeing to Egypt instead of from. Matthew 3, his baptism is God's people crossing the, the river. river. Like when God parted the waters. Yep. Okay. Where do they go from there? To the desert. Desert where he's tempted. Chapter 4, tempted by the uh-huh. by the devil. <laughs> and then chapter 5, 6, 7 is the Sermon on the Mount. Which is Mount Sinai. Yeah. That may be a little out of order, but. <laughs> well, I mean, that's so powerful, sorry. though, to think about it like yeah. that. So, I, uh, I like that. He's, he's, uh, there's. I'm I'm probably going to gonna teach. Yeah. He's talking to Pharaoh. Yeah. That's so Pharisee. cool. Pharaoh. What? Yeah. But the, <laughs> the religious leader, the staunch, yeah. powerful position. Who thinks kinda, he's in charge. Yeah. 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 And guess what? He does snakes. He, as the he first does thing. snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and this snake yeah. eats the other snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Brood of vipers is a, is a group of vipers. Yep. It's a group of vipers. Okay. Like three of them? Uh, Aaron, <laughs> uh-huh. Moses told Aaron to throw down his staff because yep. God told Moses to tell Aaron, whole yeah. game of telephone there, yep. um, to throw down his staff and it'll become a snake. And then uh, Pharaoh's Had some magicians. magicians did a couple of those, Yep. but they were less cool and the big snake ate the little snakes. Yep. Anyway, theirs was the group. I, l- was the, okay. I love it. Anyway. I love that so you, much. If you ever want to see how the Bible plays into itself, how the... How the gospel writers were were showing that Jesus' story overlaps with Israel. Yeah. Israel is God's, he calls it his own child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and different members of his family, God calls it. But then Jesus is literally God's son. Yeah. I uh, was just listening to my brother's uh preach a sermon on John 2, and he did yeah. such a brilliant job of talking about the the beauty of the four gospels. Matthew is yeah. a beautiful gospel, but the way he used, and I thought it was a great illustration. Um, is and not just because you're my brother, not because I'm biased, though I am. But he, it was amazing. He talked about how each of them are like paintings. Yeah. And how every each author, you, when you paint something, you choose to emphasize, or sometimes you don't even go for realistic. You go for something that exposes a truth. So if you're taking a picture or you're trying to paint a picture of a comedian, you might actually make the painting have a little bit of fun to it and like yeah. expose the humor. Of it, if you're trying to expose their nobleness or like their kingship, you might put it at an angle or paint it at an angle that they seem larger than life yeah. or big and chisel that jawline. Yes, more. and like or like if yeah. you're Napoleon, you look taller than you are. Uh, yeah, you know? um, and he's he talks about how each gospel has that at the center of it, where they're not untrue in any way, and none of them are are inaccurate in the way that we would think about. It. But they each kind of paint this picture of Jesus with their own emphasis. Yeah. With their own idea. And Matthew, at the root of his, is the the faithfulness of God through the entire Old Testament. It's the nation of Israel, how God used it to bring his son to the place that he needed to, to fulfill the promise of Abraham. Yeah. And through Egypt, through all these things. And he chose to emphasize that to his audience, to expose that. And so when you read that, it's it, it's a beautiful way of kind of that dominating part of the gospel kind of rises to the surface. It's that yeah. palette of color, if that makes sense yeah. to what it is. And so when you read this, I think you're reading Matthew putting this in this place, not just because I think it's, it's linear in the story, but I think he's putting it in there to recognize that Israel needs Jesus, not the Pharisees. Yeah. Like 
That's they definitely, need the Messiah, right? That's definitely what we see in this section, for sure. On top of that, I little plug for me, I'm going to be teaching an atonement class at our church leading yes. up to Easter. Um, and one of the first theories we talk about is the recapitulation theory, mm-hmm. which I think we talked about on episode 50 or 51 yeah. or something yeah. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but all it is is Jesus is the new Adam. So every step that Adam took and made the wrong choice Jesus is following that same path, taking all the same steps, but making the right choice, making the God-honoring choice. And so you can see that in how Jesus is following the path of Israel, like in the Exodus. He's following their path, making all the right choices at every turn. Yep. Where uh, they were in the desert for 40 years, and Moses struck that rock to get water out of it. And God was angry about his haste and his distrust. You watch Jesus be tempted by the devil himself after fasting for 40 days and make all the right choices and trust God, even when tempted with these different things. Um, And then he teaches of the kingdom. Yeah. And he spreads the word of God. Yeah. Rather than his own wisdom or his own knowledge. Yeah. One of the things that kind of give us to a place of close that I really like about what Jesus is calling the Pharisees to that I think is in this passage is just the heart of what his message is all about. And that's what I really love about, even in the midst of being angry and frustrated with the, the way that, I would say the temple and the sacrificial system and and even the laws of Moses have been manipulated to remove the need for a relationship with God. Yeah. And the first thing he wants the Pharisees to do is to repent. And he knows that's true by restoring the relationship. That's the evidence is desiring something beyond rules. More than a formula, they need a relationship with their father. Yeah. And so he's going to demonstrate that with them. In just a few minutes where he goes into the waters, he's baptized, and this dove comes down, and the voice of God speaks and says, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. Yeah. And I'm wondering if these Pharisees are going like, hey, we need to get in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or if they're not even there anymore. and They walked away and they missed the opportunity that, yeah. that they're following the rules and they're missing the reward of the relationship. They speak for God all day long. Yes. And if they walked away, which they could have, they would miss God actually, actually speaking. speaking. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and so in my mind, I I know we feel the weight of our sin, or maybe at times we feel we are self-righteous and do not need repentance. Yeah. But I think it's it's great to see that either case, either case, if you are the worst of sinners that's gone to this place to meet John so that you can feel your shame wash away, and the grace of God flood in. And, yeah. Or if you are self-righteous and you feel like you followed God very closely, do not neglect that either way, God desires the relationship to be restored. God desires the evidence of your life to be the fruit of the relationship, the sap <laughs> to go deep yeah. into your life and to produce something that is unworld, otherworldly. It's, it's a new kingdom, a new way to live. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one little verse... In yeah. the middle of Matthew produces so much of a fruitful conversation. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I saw that verse on the on the uh, verse of the day thing, and I was like, "Hmm, a little proverb snuck in here." <laughs> Ew. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! One day I we're mean, gonna redeem that book. One day. <laughs> hey man, it was more fun to preach than uh, Job. Job yeah. is rough. I did not yeah. like preaching Job. I we were talking in our sermon planning meeting about Job before we preached it. And I was like, you got to play first few minutes from up. Uh, something <laughs> yeah. depressing. Mufasa falling off yeah. the cliff. 
Dad, no. The, the funeral of my girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I, uh, yeah. it is a, it's a fun thing to learn and grow and to, and to learn new things. And I think this verse is a, a great way to kind of remind ourselves that sometimes just taking a verse of the day and taking it a little further, taking some time, you know, to kind of yeah. what I would say, connect the dots of what's going on, see the painting for what it was in the Gospels, especially. Um, it really can be a fruitful thing. I hope I, you enjoyed yeah. this. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and look forward to more content like this. I, I think we'll we'll buy this four for four again. Yeah. From Wendy's. Once a week. <laughs> Once a week. Okay. <laughs> well, you can uh, always uh, click the uh, subscribe button on YouTube or click the follow button on Spotify or any other uh, uh, podcast app that you're using. Uh, we always Google Podcast, Google Podbean. Pod- <laughs> yeah, the old podcast, classic. Podcast Addict is what I use. Uh, Apple Podcast. Yep. Um, the rest of this podcast is us naming. We it. love it when you leave good reviews or you share it with your friends. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can hit the like button. That always always helps. And yeah. we're always up for uh, anything that you guys want to hear more. We love comments or or emails to give us some topics or things you want to hear us. We'll talk about. always do a verse of the day pretty regularly but if there's a verse or a section of verses yeah that you think is like crazy and hard and doesn't make sense i've got a bunch of those uh <laughs> yep. comment down below email us uh if you go to our church in mount vernon stop by and tell us yep and maybe it'll make it onto a podcast episode <laughs> we'll we'll uh we'll shout you out yeah <laughs> if you want it hey, or you uh, can remain anonymous i appreciate uh all of you that have uh stuck around and i know we just celebrated our 100th episode and that was yeah. really fun um, but I'm also excited about the future and I know we shared a little bit of that in the last episode, but going to continue to try to, again, be lovers that are learners that love to learn. <laughs> I always mess that statement yep. up. Learners. Uh, learners that learn. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on what you said before that. <laughs> lovers that learn. That's the worst statement. Is that the one? Learn I to, to be lovers. Learn to be lovers. We're going to be learners that love to learn about learning. And we are it. learners. <laughs> End of statement. <laughs> yep. Um, and I know for many of you that watch, um, you are in a similar place where I think you're curious about the Bible, you're curious about questions, and you long to have a foundation of truth at the center, but there is plenty of grace along the journey. So, yeah. um, again, thanks for joining us. If you stuck around this long, you're extra special. Gold star. <laughs> have a great and glorious day in the Lord. We'll see you later. See ya. We did it! We're lovers who learn to love. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Also, that screensaver's dope.